Welcome to The Wheel Reads, a Wheel of Time podcast. Your hosts are Alan, Chris, and Ian. This podcast is safe for first-time readers with no spoilers. This week, we'll be covering chapters 8 and 9 of The Path of Daggers, A Simple Country Woman, and Tangles. Enjoy! Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to uh, Season 8, Episode 5 of The Will Reads, including Chris's cat. Oh, there's Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice Chris wasn't there. Yeah, it's his cat. <laughs> yeah, so uh, keep on keeping on going with the Path of Daggers. Uh, we're doing chapters eight and nine tonight. Uh, these are thrilling chapters, let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Hal. We have Hal as our guest tonight. Um, uh, if you if you didn't um, uh, gather, not the most exciting chapters, but some good nuggets in here. I I enjoy all the chapters, but um, welcome, Hal. Welcome to welcome. the welcome in. It's How's so it cool going? to have Hal with us like in person and just not in chat. Hal's always with yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. Hal, and Hal his contributions always. in chat are just on point all the time. Always. always. I try. Yeah. <laughs> Very entertaining. Not to say that others aren't, but Hal's yeah. been a standout so far. So yeah. Yeah. I would say you. in the last month. So they're always great contributions, but between Hal and um was it Katie? Yeah, Katie's the nuggets, the nuggets they drop, they've just been hitting me right, right in the, you know. Yeah, yeah. See, she she drops the good speculative stuff though, which yeah, she's really long with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And ha- how you twist the knife, you. Yeah, you, my yeah. speculation is not speculation. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, messing with y'all. Yeah. That's really what it's all about. It's it's fine. It's it's all good. You but, said the dark the dark friend initiation and Jordan Con. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's why you mm-hmm. and Alan are so buddy buddy. I thought yeah. I saw a secret handshake a yeah. second ago backstage. There you go. There you go. Gotcha. Yeah. So um yeah, a couple announcements uh just real fast before we actually get into it. Um we might be recording some some Cosmere stuff later this week. Maybe I don't know. We talked about Friday. It's a it's a kind of maybe, um, but if we do, it will be through the end of Wave Kings. So part four and five, um, and we might do it later. But sometime soon, I'll post it and share it everywhere when we do it. But it might be this week or next week. But I'm announcing it just in case. <laughs> there's um, a seventy percent chance of yeah, Friday. Of Friday. Okay. And then, yeah, but there's a chance we might. Also, next Sunday is going to be again with the Cosmere Reads as we begin part two of uh, the Final Empire, Mistborn. So excited to uh, have that team back on, um, which they are all into it. Um, in fact, Alondo, one of my co hosts on that show, actually, he's on book 10 of The Wheel of Time because he's reading that on his own time. So he's like way ahead of you guys. Um, and uh, he actually purchased tickets to WatCon. So he's going to go oh. to WatCon, 
which I can't go to. But he's he's got, he purchased tickets. He's gone to WatCon, so uh, we'll have some Oops. some reads, um, <laughs> representation somehow. There you go. <laughs> yeah, so we'll have some Cosmere reads representation there. Um, and then uh, Monday night, uh, we'll be on Dragon Mounts, um, YouTube for a live show on uh, The Last of Us. They're doing a Last of Us uh, rewatch the HBO series, and we are going to be watching it with. Dragon Con. Uh, or, we watch or, 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 it. Dragon Mount. Dragon Mount. We, do we watch it with them or do I watch it and then we talk about it? I have no idea. Are you I mean, watching yeah. the whole season? No, so just, I've, it's a four. Yeah. I've seen them all. Just let me know if I need to rewatch. I guess I could rewatch four. episode four anyways, just to be extra prepared. Yeah. 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 I think I'm going to do the same thing. Yeah. Okay. It's a good series. So it's worth it. Yeah. 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 So we're going to do that. Um, but that's, I think, 9 p.m. on Monday. Not on this channel. That's on Dragon Mounts. So in chat, they're saying we watch with them. So, oh. but I think I'll okay. still watch ahead of time. I want to, I want to try and be smart <laughs> here and there. I got to come yeah. up with one or two things to not. Okay. Yeah. So. Otherwise I'll sit there and go, this is fun. <laughs> I'm entertained. This is a great show. I'm entertained. You know? Yeah. I so. want to be smarter than that. Anyways. Uh, and then also we do have a contest going on for, for a free book. And I think today's the day. Um, when I'm supposed to announce who wins it. Yeah, was it the 23rd? It was today. So uh, if you bear with me, this is how unprofessional we are. Um, let me figure that out. Bear right with now. you? We're <laughs> 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 like bears in the paint. Like we just uh, sit here quietly. It was on our Discord. So if you guys are not on our Discord, you need to join our Discord. A bunch of people are just entering in last minute now. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's like, you. oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> click, 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 click. <laughs> click, click, click. Yeah. I see you. All right. So we have hey, 20 draws people. the winner. That counts. Uh, all right. It, uh, it's in there. So it's uh, hold on. Hold on. Let me go back. Let me look and see who reacted. And number four, one, two, three, four. Pink Ranger. Hey, the Pink Ranger. Is that me? Because of my shirt? Sure. So, yeah, sure. <laughs> yes. Sure. Sure. <laughs> How? This is your night, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> So, breaking anyway, it in pink ranger one um so yeah we'll be uh uh doing another giveaway next month but that's uh, uh this this month was on discord next month will be somewhere else um actually it's on the spreadsheet uh next month will be on facebook so follow us on <laughs> facebook <laughs> where, where i never post anything so uh except for giveaways because I, I i don't go on facebook myself so I yeah just, I never i'm up there every now and then you can say hi. I, lo I look at it but i never post anything I'm so yeah, I I, I I I try to be better about it, but I don't use Facebook. Like I don't I don't even have the app on my phone anymore. So like I it has to be intentional for me to like post something on Facebook, and I never. Mm. It, Isn't it called like, Meta now? Aren't we supposed to call it Meta? They still haven't switched. Sure. No, that's just the. That's the parent company. Parent company. Like, like okay. Alphabet is to Google, because now it's Alphabet. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, Alphabet oh. Inc. Well, they changed their parent company to Alphabet. Google. I'm just a I'm just a consumer, okay? Yeah, I don't know any of this fancy behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, it's it's all fancy, but yeah, so lots of stuff going on, lots of fun things. Um, and then um, also in June, um, we're coming fast to that, we're gonna have another Water Fortune with our first round of playoffs. All the contestants are lined up for that, so that won't be announced later. But yeah, um, so we'll start that, and then. Once we're done with playoffs and championship, we'll get back into season two. Where we'll have more guests and how we'll probably get you off of that. <laughs> so, <laughs> like at that point, the championship round is just sea folk names. That's all it is. Yeah. All just right. All sea folk names. 
<laughs> so, anyways, personal life. What's going on? Um, I don't even know which way's up right now. Um, went to the zoo last weekend with the kids. Um, that was fun. That's where my son wanted to go. He wanted to go to the zoo. Uh, so he went and looked at the lines and the giraffes and um the rhinos were out, so he's at the rhinos. Yay. Um yeah, the snakes were all sleeping, like they always are. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, <laughs> Unless Harry's around, they do come awake for Harry. Yeah, um, but I think yeah, it, was, it was fun. I mean, it's, it's the zoo. It's the Virginia Zoo. It's uh, it's, it's. I mean, they have lions and they have a bear and they have uh, they have tigers. Uh, oh, yeah, they do have tigers. Yeah, but the tiger, <laughs> no. the tiger um, trail is being renovated right now. So the tiger's still in there, but there's like only one window. And he was like, you could see him like if I lift my kids way up. You could see him, but um, whoops, I'm right now <laughs> down to two, <laughs> uh, and they have orangutans too. There's so, yeah, Ooh. yeah the look, if y'all haven't watched any of these videos yet, um, go on the YouTubes and search for like stupid people getting too close to wildlife. There's such good videos of really dumb people, like, oh my gosh, look at this beautiful, majestic moose. Stand out on the side of the road. I'm going to mm-hmm. go next to it and try and take a selfie. And then they get dusted by this moose. Mm-hmm. There's this lady that gets like, like ran down by a bison. And like, it sounds horrible the way I'm kind of like laughing about this, like, ha ha. But when you watch it, you're going to be like, no, they are pretty dumb. That's, they kind of well, like had the, that coming. <laughs> there's like a guy that did the whole entire documentary of living with grizzly bears. And then like the very last episode of the documentary was like, you gotta eat and he was eaten. <laughs> oh. Like this is kind of this is where this was gonna go. We all knew it was gonna go that direction. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Oh, they didn't. They didn't have a follow up to that. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. It just, just kind of ended like. Uh, yeah. So wild animals, lots of fun. Um, but there's like yeah. five minutes of credits, and at the end, there's like one more shot of just bear scat. Yeah. <laughs> but more importantly, uh, after the zoo, I got to go to the Handsome Biscuit, which uh that was the highlight of my weekend because the Handsome Biscuit ooh. is one of the most best places to eat in all of our area. Isn't that what Miss Virgie used to call you? Her little handsome biscuit. It is what she <laughs> called me. That sounds like a southern compliment. <laughs> Get over here, you little it's handsome it, biscuit. Yeah, the handsome biscuit is just it, it's good, man. It's uh it, it it's like a hole in the wall. There's no tables inside. They have like tables outside and that's it. Like it's like the tiniest little shack, like in not a nice area of Norfolk. So it's like super, but it's, it's so good. Like super worth the drip. Oh, it's worth it. hundred percent. Like I got the, the hell of Fitzgerald. Huh? The hell of Fitzgerald. What's yeah. that? Uh, it is a sweet potato biscuit. Um, it's all sweet potato biscuits and they're really good. And then it's a uh, fried chicken, bacon, mm-hmm. cheddar, sausage, gravy, and egg. Oh, that is my <laughs> type of meal. It's like it's massive. It's like that sounds delicious. It's like a, um, you know, how like you have like the chicken, chicken and waffles where they have the gravy and stuff on it. Like, I was like yes. oh yeah. Gravy. So like biscuits and gravy, but add fried chick, add like chicken and waffles to it, and mm. bacon and cheese and just everything, just mm. one giant biscuit. With, just... with the with the egg, was it fried with a runny yolk? Oh, oh it yeah. better be. Oh yeah, it's yeah. not a sandwich. If and then you just you just it. you just eat into it and feel like the, the arteries clog and, yeah, right. and heart attacks no, dripping on your fingers. Uh, uh. Uh. <laughs> the arteries only clog because of the carbohydrates. Yeah. There's plenty of those. In Look, that. in Virginia, in Virginia, if you walk up to that biscuit shop and they got four ads like just lined up on on separate chargers, ready to go, you know it's a good shop. Exactly. That's how you know the yeah. gravy's good. Just, ugh. all right, 
little jump start, good to go. They have another one called the Dirty South. Um, oh. So that's uh, fried chicken with pimento cheese, pickles, and hot sauce on a biscuit. Ooh, yeah, that's yeah, really good. Right. I've, Dirty I've turned into a pimento <laughs> cheese fan like big time lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've always liked it, but I've been having it a lot recently. Yeah. I make a phenomenal pimento, pimento cheese. Oh, oh how nice. we could be, we could be. Yeah, about to say. <laughs> yes. We should totally hang out. Uh, that was my weekend. Was eating really, really horrible stuff for you, and um, and and feeling fat and sassy. So <laughs> <laughs> nice. How about you guys? This what what day is today? Uh huh. Tuesday. Um, <laughs> last weekend was interesting. There were some highs. There were some lows. Yeah, and then started the new job this week. That so far is great. Uh, the people I'm working with are fantastic. Once I get my laptop, I'll be teleworking. Hopefully that happens uh, tomorrow, the day after. Um, gosh, what else? I guess nothing too exciting to report there. Oh, and so this is I like I've done contract management, but now I'm getting like as a contract specialist, focus more on pre-award and then supporting the contracting officer on a very like massive contract uh divvied up covers the whole world all of the uh commissaries on every military installation around the globe uh for their maintenance and construction stuff anyways it used to be done it was handled by another agency um deca just brought it in and then the first contract that they had just wasn't really well written and then everybody that was there to help start it they're no longer there so it might sound scary to some people and in a way it is but we have a brand new team, everybody within the last year or so, a um, lot of different experiences. Like I've worked the contract management side of that, of maintenance and construction in these buildings. And then we have people that are really strong on the on the contracting side. And so we kind of get to make it our own thing. I guess that's what's cool about it. I'm not falling into a process like, oh, you have to do this. It's we're looking at it and we're developing our own processes. We're figuring out how to use the field engineers to best support this contract and at the same time, we already know that this contract is due to, so we're already planning on not renewing the options and writing a new one the is way we te- want. Is that a te- technical term, dude? It's due in to? the far. It's in the yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's far <laughs> section two point nine. Contract is due to. Contract is due to. It's a termination for due to. <laughs> um, anyways, I'm sure that's super boring to all of you, but. Uh, if you know anything about me, I actually, I don't like a challenge when everything's just stupid without any chance of getting better. But I like a challenge where they're like, okay, this is messed up. You have free reign to fix it how you want. Like that, I love. Mm-hmm. Um, and the team of people, I know I'm only on day two, but the team of people I'm working with seem very like-minded. And this is going to be exciting. So Cool. And I get to work from home a lot. So that's all great. That's good. Good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Chris, a simple country man. Simple country man. Did simple things this weekend. I got my hair cut. Saw Super Mario, hair, which dude. was awesome. I enjoyed Super peaches, Mario. Peaches, 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 peaches. <laughs> anyway, Super Mario was great. Like, you know, everybody knew where it was going. Everybody knew what was going to happen. But it was still, like, a fun movie. It was a great way to enjoy part of the weekend. And mm-hmm. then... um I like I had a moment on Friday and I was telling you guys about it earlier and then it kind of bled into Saturday and then I came up with a 
not a plan on Sunday, but you know, I just got this like depressed moment. Like I just don't feel like I'm doing enough to be where I want to be in my life. And so, you know, when we first started this podcast, I was doing a billion things and I was losing a lot of weight. I was feeling great. I was feeling healthy, feeling happy, then back injury, then COVID marriage and everything just stopped. So I looked at Chanel and I was like, we got to make a change. Like this just isn't going to work. And she was like, huh? I was like, no, not us. We're perfectly fine. But me. <laughs> yeah. Like r- routine, you know? Mm-hmm. Thanks, Azul. I, I'm glad. I was actually thinking about it. I was going to ask you. Anyway, my, I was like, our routine just, it sucks. Like, I I am tired of coming home and being tired for no reason. Because my work is easy. Like, I sit at a, ta- a desk, which is part of the problem. I sit at a desk all day and I open up bank accounts for people. and I And I advise them on their best options. And then I. I keep it moving. Like there's nothing challenging about that. So mentally I shouldn't be fatigued. I shouldn't feel the way I feel. So like I just decided Saturday afternoon, like I'm going to go back to some of the way I was. I'm cutting the carbs out. I'm going back to, you know, 90% water only like every now and then I have a diet Coke or something. I just, and then I said, you know, I'm going back to limiting my TV time because that's one thing I did after the the relationship and you know being displaced for two years i didn't have time to sit and watch tv when i watched tv it was literally in my car and i was on my cell phone it was like an hour maybe an hour and a half max and then i got bored with it i'd go out and i'd walk and listen to youtube videos or books and just be active part of the reason why i did this i was moving so saturday for the first time and probably since uh september when I had the really messed up knee issue, because I keep injuring myself because I'm being lazy, I got out Sunday and I said, I'm just going to walk. Even if it's 15 minutes, I'm going to walk. And 15 minutes turned into like my back starting to hurt. So then I remember somebody, one of the stretch specialists I see telling me that I really need to work on my posture again because it was getting bad. So I straightened my posture up. And then five minutes later, my back wasn't hurting. Then 20 minutes later, you know, I'm at a half an hour walking and I'm like, okay, this really doesn't feel bad. And so then, nice. you know, an hour and six minutes, three miles later, I had done what I, something I hadn't done in almost a year. And then Chris couldn't move the next day. <laughs> no, that's the, the crazy thing was like not, not having all the carbs and drinking all the water and doing a, a little bit of stretching. Like I woke yeah, up yeah. Monday after a nice, great, like best sleep I've had in a while. And I say, man, I felt great. Mm-hmm. Woke up. And I woke up at like five o'clock in the morning, no problem. But then my body was like, all right, we're, we're still going to take it easy. <laughs> Lay back down, went back to sleep for another hour and a half. Got up Monday morning, felt great. Went on a walk Monday. Went yeah, on a walk nice. today. I was just, I feel great. And I'm already literally, I know it sounds stupid, but seeing the results, I, I measure myself daily. I weigh myself daily. like, And just seeing the progress from just... An hour yeah. and a half movement nice. and then cutting out all of the freaking breads and sugars and stuff that I know I don't really need and that I'm allergic to anyway. And like, mm. I don't hurt so much. So okay. and I, the other thing that sparked it was I literally remember telling Ian when we were having a conversation, like, go out for a walk, dude. It'll make you feel better. I was like, maybe I should yeah. take my own freaking advice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, were you were you laying on the couch as you said that? Bro, go for a walk. I, I was. <laughs> I was literally in the exact same position you're in right now. I was like, listen to the yeah. pot talking to the kettle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, yeah, well, see, maybe whenever I, I try to go you up on that, man, whenever I try to go for a walk with my kids, it always turns into a run because it's chasing them because they're like, eh, we're going for a walk. Uh-huh. Uh, and then they take off. We're like, do not run the street. <laughs> my mom had us on leashes. <laughs> there you go. Do you, do you all remember those uh, like electrodes that you would like hook to your to your abs? And yeah. advertisements yeah. for them. And they yeah, work remember, remember they those. Work, yep. Yeah, I ever asked for them, but I never I, got one. <laughs> I used to, I used to have a set of those, uh, you know, 20, 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. and they uh, work. <laughs> you were better on your back. <laughs> I was I was sitting there laying on the couch with those things on my on my stomach, eating a bag of Cheetos. Oh yeah, <laughs> my, my, bro- my brother walks out. My brother walks into the room. He's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Working out. (laughs) (laughs) What does it look like I'm doing? Go away. (laughs) (laughs) Dips the Cheeto and ice cream. This will work. (laughs) Uh, But no, I'm curious. Did it work at all? It, it, it twitched the muscles, but it didn't actually do anything. No. No. Uh, no. I mean, you could you could feel your. I mean, I I could feel my arms waving around. Right. Yeah, it's low grade stim. Like I love it when you put it on your back in the right spot. That just mm. loosens everything up. Oh yeah. Oh, last note before we get out of personal life, though. Remember when I told you, you know, I had all the back problems going on with the lower disc stuff, but mm-hmm. then I was walking around at work and I wiped out and I landed on my back. Mm-hmm. Did I? I did tell you all that, right? Anyways. Sure. Well, that was more uh, upper. It was more upper back, and you know, definitely bruised some muscles. So, like, it was kind of painful getting through that. However, I think when I landed, it well, jarred. I know, I know, I cracked like my whole back. It was like super chiropractor, brrr, like I felt it, hurt it in my ears. But mm-hmm. once, like, I got the muscles to relax from that fall with the medications I was taking, my lower back feels fantastic. <laughs> I think I they popped that disc VA, but... back in a place. Well, I mean, I still have to be very careful. Like I, yeah. I tried, yeah. I tried hopping on the trampoline the other day a little bit, and I felt the buzz a little bit. I was like, okay, I'm not, it's, I'm not yeah. fixed, but I think whatever Better. was pushing on that nerve kind of slid back to the middle again. I'm uh, like, oh. I thought you maybe having more pain somewhere else because I was be like, life hack. If you ever stomach ache, just stab yourself in the leg. The stomach ache won't even <laughs> like <bother>. major pain. <laughs> Major pain breaks the finger. <laughs> you ain't thinking about that leg no more. <laughs> Major pain. Yeah. Quick, quick disclaimer. Do not injure yourself or cause bodily harm to yourself to avoid pain. <laughs> That's not a recommendation from the wheel reads. We are not doctors, nor do we ever try to be. <laughs> and I generally make poor decisions anyway, yes. so don't trust the thing I say. Yes, I, I, I agree. Cosine. I'm the best internet doctor <laughs> there is. <laughs> Dr. Google. All yeah, right. You guys ready? Let them be the hell out of you. Yeah, how, how, different things. how did you have anything you wanted to share? Or? Um, how's life? How's life? Not, 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 not bad. Um, just uh, hanging out. I'm actually getting ready for a vacation coming up. Ooh, and, where are we uh, going? Uh, I am going to Norway. No, we, not I. We Norway. This Norway. Like, when you go, we all go. <laughs> yeah, Chris, you wanna live, I want to go to Norway. <laughs> How many tickets did you buy, Hal? Yeah. Did you get us? If not, we at least yeah. need pictures in the Discord. We, brought, we have I lots of three. listeners. We have lots of listeners in Norway. Um. So yeah. Well. Yeah, you might so find I'm, a, I'm doing, a group uh, hang out with out there. 
doing one of the the fjord cruises cool i have looked into those i think that's yeah. really cool I, I i am actually super excited to hear your feedback because it's something yep. that i want to save for for maybe a couple of years out from now you know and and go out there and try it so. also that is one of those words that is just fun to say fjord yeah fjord. going to check out the fjords going on a fjord fjord cruise Mm-hmm. it's a great word we're uh this this one is actually also going to uh north cape uh so okay. the the northernmost point of europe awesome okay. oh okay no, so, cool. are there any no fly zones over there to be concerned with i know a lot of stuff's happening in europe let's <laughs> no okay not yeah. not not where I'm going. Check check yeah. the State Department report on the day you leave, just, just in case the lines move. You never you know. But happy fjording. Yeah. May the fjord be with you. <laughs> and also with you. <laughs> we left right. our words up to you. Chapter eight. <laughs> A simple country woman. <laughs> Alan's like, we're not going there. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're just kidding. We're, we're going to move right along here. All right. So Perrin's coming to his camp, and there's lots of people there from everywhere, and none of them get along. Surprise, surprise. Um, you have Manners, Aiel, Two Riversmen, Kyrian, T- uh, Taryn, uh, Aes Sedai, and Ashaman. And um, they all have their own agendas. They're all trying to do their own thing. And but they do bond in one way. Everywhere Perrin goes, it's Lord Perrin, Perrin. Lord Perrin, <laughs> Lord Perrin. And yet Perrin. it all smells like horse sweat, dung, and boiling goat meat. Very mm-hmm. unpleasant. <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite line. Yeah, yeah. Perrin yep. is so awesome. And then he goes Sorry. to the, he, he wanders over to the new group. So you have Magden, Lenny, uh, Balwar, um, and then of course uh, Talonvar, and Brienne, and Languin. And Basil Who's that first one you said? The very first one? Yeah. Mag- Magden? Who? Magden? Who? Okay. Hmm. Yeah, thank you. There, there we go. Stop trying to. A simple country woman. Stop. I know they're trying to trick Perrin. You More can't trick who? us. Oh, yeah. The reader already knows this. This is not. This is not. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, so. But it, it, and it's very evident in this scene. Right. I mean. Um, right, right, right. And Fayil's going over to talk to them as well. Um, And, and, and Perrin's just like. Hey Basil, what's up, man? Basil, oh, who me? It's like, yeah. Do you think I didn't recognize you? He's so <laughs> cooking, man. Ducking under his hat, <laughs> right? He plays it cool, though. Yeah. It's what's funny is like, so Perrin has his ability to smell everybody, which mm-hmm. that's still hilarious, and he's still trying to figure it out. Just because he smells certain feelings doesn't mean he quite knows what's happening. But he's getting better right. at picking up on people's emotions and stuff. But, anyways. Gil plays it off pretty good with the whole, oh, well, you know, you, you're you a lord and all, and I'm just this lowly innkeeper. former innkeeper. I, you know, didn't want to bother you. But sure, I, you know, we could talk if you want to talk. So, <laughs> yeah. So we, we knew they weren't going to actually just come out and say, oh, thank goodness it's you, Perrin. Let us tell you all of the truth and everything that's happening and who these people are. We knew that wasn't going to happen. So. Yeah. What do you what, think about open communication? What do you yeah, think about we, Lenny's move here because I've well, there, thought- there was some open communication. Magdalene's first comment: "I have heard about that banner." Mm-hmm. Yeah, but before we get there with Basil Gill, when he comes over to talk to him, like Lenny's just standing right there. He's like, "You're going to tell him exactly the right thing, right? Right?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's like that's not sus. <laughs> you uh, you could definitely tell who's in charge at this moment. 
Oh, which yeah. is, I mean, it, so within within their group, uh, Morghese is still the important piece, and that's who everybody is there for. Mm-hmm. But how that group interacts with everybody else, Morghese is not supposed to play the role of somebody in charge. Right, no, and she's fighting it a little bit, and this is where, like, I well, wanted to be mad at Lenny because she was a little annoying, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like, she wants the focus to be on her. If anybody's going to be suspected, make it me. Right, like, I'm going to put her down. Right, she's trying to keep the focus there, the heat, mm-hmm. right. and don't don't even look at Margaze or yeah. whatever we're calling her. Yeah. Now. Yeah, so 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 Basil Gold comes up with some random story about how you know he's there trading. And he met up with this group of people and decided to run along with them and yada yada yada. And he's like, see what like, had happened was. was. <laughs> and I've done this before. You know, you get caught, you know, something, and you start just making up this crazy story, and then it starts getting more and more crazy, and then like your parents just go like, "So what really happened?" <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I swear so that's what happened. It was just we insane. did. Skip, I'm gonna take a, a pause right there. We did skip over. He did address uh, Magden, is that how you pronounce it? Uh-huh. Yeah. She was addressed first because she straight out called him out for the banner first. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and that was the first so, thing, the Manethrin thing and the, the back and forth. Yeah, so I don't, I don't want to miss that because... I thought she, that was the next he, scene. Sorry. That, that, but, yeah. No, you're good. He's, she's like, um, I know you are a buyer of the... Uh, is it Two Rivers name, I think? He's like, well, we don't have... We uh, we don't know much about lawful rulers in the Two River, Mistress uh, Magden, or how you pronounce it. Yeah, so I'm sure and he's a like, great queen, but yeah. Ex- and I thought to myself when I read that this should be the moment where she just like flat out claims it, yeah. and she doesn't. I, I and I, and I think I, it's I, good that she doesn't because Perrin would pause and in his mind be like, God, I really just don't understand women at all, and then out loud be like, Yeah, so what? Who cares? You got. <laughs> Is your kingdom queendom here? No, we got shit to do. Get in line. Like, Aaron, he would process it for two seconds and be like, I don't have time for that shit. That's not, you're not being helpful here. Okay. Well, go hang hang out with Fael. She enjoys that kind of stuff. But, but then we might like get her to Rand quicker. True. Yeah. Cause I feel like it's coming. She's got to make her way to Rand. Yeah. I mean, in this whole thing, she does actually ask about, you know, what's going on with Andor and, and parents says, well, Rand's there holding the throne to give it to Elaine and Morgan's is like, she give it, snaps. give it. Yeah. No one gives the throne. He intends to put her on the throne. But no yes. man puts a queen on the lion throne. <laughs> Elaine will claim the throne of Andor by her right. Like I, that's a dead giveaway. Parent or somebody should have been like, parent. Oh, that's, that's not suspicious at all. Perrin could have put her in her place without knowing by being like, well, I don't know about putting a woman on the throne, but a man definitely took the last queen off. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's 100% true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and then Lenny comes in and goes, Magda, you don't know your place. Sometimes she gets like this. You know, she needs to apologize. Sorry, Lord Perrin. Lord. Uh, Yeah. Stop calling me a lord. I don't want to. And of to be course, a lord. in his mind, are all women crazy? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is also where F- Fadil comes over. I think this is also where Magda and I guess are Lenny. Is it Magda or Lenny who suggested that that or Fadil? Well, Fadil suggests that they need to go get a bath, and Lenny suggests right. that they kind of enter into service. service. Yeah. Okay. So very smart on her because she gets to stay close to the action. She gets to hear what's going on. They get to really judge Fail and um, Perrin here to see whether or not he's worthy of their secret. And they're also going to have warnings in advance. Like, all right, we need to get the F out of here. Like, we need to go. So I give, like, Lenny by far was the best smart. character at this moment. Yeah. Try to consider what Morgates has been through and how that might affect her and change. I mean, true to me. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, 100%. so I, I'll I'll say this: I might say some ridiculous things during these two chapters, mostly because well, they're they're okay in informative chapters. These aren't like woohoo chapters, right? So I'm kind of picking on Morgays just to have something to do. But I love Morgays up, yeah, up until so this I mean, point. Maybe she'll do something crazy in the future, but as of right now. I mean, and she she carried herself phenomenally. She did all well, and I say she Lenny coached her into doing all of the right things. Yeah, their their plan yeah. right now is good, very good. Yeah. So I'm just playing on the whole. I, I like for things to happen. Like if it's yeah. me, I'm gonna aggressively like go at a certain thing. Like how how long does it take for her to actually like confess to him? How? Ooh. Yeah. When does? Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Who? <laughs> is a later in this book who are we talking about like, Magden? yeah when yeah. did when does she come clean to be more gays oh all right this is gonna to be who? tough because <laughs> right how does not even give there's he's not going red there's no there's no giggle there's I don't no even telltale. Think he's watching our show i think he's like doing something else on his computer <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's being, he's, he's, being co- he's being coached by everybody else that's almost spoiled us, and they're yeah. like, "Whatever you do, don't make eye contact with Chris when he asks you a question directly." <laughs> he's looking up his trip to the fjords. <laughs> the fjords. Fjords. Booking excursions. Exactly. He didn't switch at all. He didn't even acknowledge me. He's just like, eh. "Is that <laughs> what you talking about?" It's a very right. good tactic to use. I try not to listen to them at all either when they're talking. Just huh? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> we'll get we'll get you to crack how it's gonna happen. Sure. Okay, I'll sure. do. Sure. <laughs> That's it. Do they? <laughs> um yeah. Um so any thoughts about Morgays and all that stuff? Any questions how you have for them or any well, I mean Morgays is she she's hiding who she is, is definitely the right thing to do right now based on the information that she has. Yeah. Right. I mean, as far as she knows, this is just a giant army of dragon sworn or rebels, nothing rebels. Well, that's kind of what she opened with. She, you know, she called it a rebellion. Um, She doesn't know where is on a map. I mean, as as, as far as she's concerned, I mean, Parent just might. Oh, so you're more gays. I'm all right. Got this. Got this cleared up. We don't have to deal with you anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like we we know what we know as a reader. 
but even she doesn't know what Rand's intentions are and what Perrin shared with her probably doesn't make her feel any better about right. Rand and what he's doing. So I get it. I get it. I still had to I pick mean, on her to, a little bit to her. Um, you know, I'm going to put, or uh, Rand's going to put, uh, Elaine on the, uh, the lion throne. I mean, could mean that he plans to, you know, put her on there, puppet right. her around and, you know, pull the strings mm-hmm. and. Yep. Yeah. And That's of course, Morghese doesn't know Elaine and Rand's relationship at all. I mean, they, I was going to say Rand would like to sit her on. Well, neither does Rand yeah. really. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I agree with that. Hal. I, I completely touche. Touche. So, uh, Alan, Alan, who was the king that wouldn't let the the priest put the crown on him because he wouldn't be crowned by anybody? He took the crown from him, put it on his own head. You're talking, that, about, uh, talking about Charlemagne? Was it Charlemagne? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but like to to that effect, like you know, you don't crown yeah, he, me. He crowned himself the king of the Holy Roman Empire, right? Um, and called yeah. it the Holy Roman Empire, even though it had nothing to do with Rome. Like a lot of people are confused. Like the Holy Roman Empire, the HRE, was not in Rome. <laughs> it, it wasn't was very not holy. holy. Germany. It was in Germany. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It and yeah, and it wasn't really an empire. It was just like a list of. It was a group of warring countries that like. We're kind of gonna work together, but not really. <laughs> like, yeah, it was really, it's really messed up. <laughs> I'm not supporting Charlemagne at all, but the move of if your goal is to be like in charge of everything, and in the ceremony they're about somebody's about to place a crown on your head. The story is he took it from their hand and put it on his own head. Like, yes, you, you're Get not to gonna crown point. me, right? Crown myself. How right. are you, a history guy? Yes. Boy, he is just not gonna cry. Trade or because. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm asking questions. It's simple, so like by, by trade yeah, just, or by just choice. For fun. I, I enjoy history. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's how Alan stumbled into it. Yeah, but I, I majored in it. Oh, did you? I thought. Yeah. I thought you were like me. Well, so I had enough credits where I could have got a history minor, but they only yeah. let you get two, and I already had two majors. But yeah, yeah. yeah no, it's history Mine majors. was just for fun. Yeah. Those history. were all my electives. Oh, kissy kissies. Yeah, yeah, she just got back from a big event. So it's yeah. so sweet. Mm-hmm. So after all this, this is when we get into Gil's story. Um, where it's a bunch of half truths are flat flat out flat out lies. And Lenny adds a little bit to it here and there, but one thing they get out of it was that uh the Sanchez have taken Amador and parents. I was gonna say, true. was it a Gil's conversation really at all? It he tried to start it. He tried he did. <laughs> and then she <laughs> chimed in and took over. Bro, like not even masterfully. She just flat out talked to the hand. Bulldozed in there. Yeah. And like, I again, she's clearly going to be probably my character of the, the chapter, if mm-hmm. not of these two chapters. Um, the way she inserted herself to make sure that she controlled the narrative was keen perfection. It shows somebody who has dealt with people that are supposed to be better than her for a very long time, but has also been able to control and even influence, if not outright, right. make a decision. Right. And so, mind you, she didn't do it as tactfully as I feel like she may have done others. She realizes that parents not really about that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think to add credit to what you're saying is she, she, when she started my first stance was like, I was, I was getting annoyed with her, but that only lasted a split second. And as she kept going, I was like, okay, I see what she's doing. Actually. Okay. No. Okay. I got respect for that. And part of it's because like when we first met Gil, like who doesn't love Gil, right? 
the best innkeeper. Cool dude. And she's talking mm-hmm. over him, kind of putting him in his place and correcting him. And you're like, well, don't, don't get all up in this man's story. But she, she's good at what she's doing. Mm-hmm. She, she knows what she's doing. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and, of course, parents, you know, unsettled by the whole fact that Sean Chin are back in force. You know, taking Amador. Um, but then it also goes into the whole thing of, uh, you know, I guess not they're away from from more gays are like yeah and tell hey, parent you need to marry talavor and and magdan because they, they need to get over themselves and you just need to force it just be like you two are now married i'm a lord <laughs> it's like i'm not a lord yeah. i'm not doing that <laughs> this was a little bit of a curveball <laughs> yeah do you the why that's that's my question why why is it so important that she gets married off like that's what I, I'm trying to figure so out. So part of it might be because she truly feels those two should just be together. And I think there's yeah. evidence I think there's evidence of that. Mm-hmm. And part uh, maybe, of it could just be her trying to control. Could be yeah. her trying to control. And I guess this last one might still fall under both of those, like trying to help her out. It might be so that she isn't like a maiden in this camp of mm-hmm. all these different factions and all these different men that might be hitting on her or whatever. You know, if she's married, she'll kind of be protected some from that. Yeah, which would protect her from questions or acting out like, you know, more gays would act out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So parents confused by all that. So he excuses himself and decides to go look for Fayil and walks through a whole crowd of people that are like we later find out are called Cha Fayil. Cha Fayil. Um and Falcon's Talon. Falcon's Talon. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he finds Fayil talking to Magden, and that's when you find out they've all been taken into their service by Fayil. And parents like, I need to tell you everything that that Gil just said, and 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 goes through everything. And, and the first thing she says is like, "Ooh, weddings! That sounds like a great idea. Let's do it." <laughs> <laughs> parents like, "No." <laughs> I said, "What are you talking about? This is not the goal here. The, we have Sean Chen to worry about." Like. <laughs> Fayil's like, wow. wedding. That's a, we have all this other stuff going on. And she says, wedding. He goes, oh, did you see a wedding? Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. Perrin just wants to stay focused on the mission. He's like, let's just get it done and get out of here. But Fayil is the one that sees the potential of not just what he could become, but what they could become together sure. in his lordship. And I also don't feel like it's a greedy, like, lust for power either. I, I mean, what we know of Perrin, if he's in a leadership position, like, I have faith that everything he does is going to be for the good of the people he's in charge of. But I, I get that feeling for Fayil too. She just appreciates and understands like the politics side of it a whole lot more than he does. So when Perrin does absolutely nothing in terms of building his lordship and his presence and how he looks and how he acts, Fayil has to do it all for him because he does nothing. Mm-hmm. So again, even if you want to start to get annoyed with Fayil like she's the balance that parent needs because he's so far in the other direction. Agreed. If that makes sense. So at least right now it's, it's working, you know? Yep. And a wedding in camp would brighten spirits. It would pull, it would give a different type of attraction to the newcomers. It would remove some questions. Yeah. So I could see the last time they had a, last time they had a wedding, they took a whole book off. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. And we're still waiting for them Cubs. You know what? <laughs> Never mind. Skip the wedding. <laughs> Skip the wedding. Uh, 
parent who? Um, <laughs> so. If I have another book and a half of no parent, then I'm going to quit. <laughs> um, yeah, and parent also in this instant also makes another attempt to get rid of the banners, but Fayal talks him out of it. Uh, you know, and explains to them like, you know, hey, people rally behind banners. Like, you know, it's. I know you say you don't want to be a lord and all this other stuff, but this is what this is. This used to be Menethrin. Mm-hmm. Let's let's, yeah. let's go. And what was it? Who was the one that gave him? Was it Fail talking to him about how it also would be the right kind of distraction? Mm-hmm. Or was that or was that somebody mm-hmm. else that was? No, it was all Fail. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty crafty because then she sold it to him also like in a way that Perrin would accept it. Right. Like mm-hmm. if you're flying these yeah. banners, look, people have tried this before. You're you're big, but you're not that big. Like you're not any one of the major threats that are out there. So if you fly these banners, like the, the people beneath us, that might be an annoyance. They're not going to want to bother us. The people above us, that we might have to worry about. They're going to think we're not a threat. Like we could just, just think we're uh, some crack bots. Right. Mm-hmm. Just kind of get right through the cracks. So it's good. She yep. worked him over good. Cause yeah. he said, cause he said, okay. Yep. She advised <laughs> him. Well, yeah, that's what I said. Uh-huh. Yeah. So then we switch to later that night. Uh Perrin finally goes to sleep and Fayola tries to get a sneaky and she sneaks out of the tent to go to go meet with her gang. Um, you know, and uh and I find it interesting that she has this whole big crew and he doesn't really know anything about it. <laughs> I'm like, for real, this is Perrin. Like you should be able to smell her smell leaving, and then you should like track her down and you know use your golden eyes to see that she's with a crowd of people and i mean he knows loosely about them but he doesn't know to the yeah. depth she he well, he knows that she took them on as like a little charity case yeah, yeah. but they're sending yeah. out scouts and getting reports and all sorts of stuff that yeah. paired- <laughs> she he, he Which, doesn't know that she put them she put them to work a oh, good yeah. spider mm-hmm. i don't think parent it's not that he doesn't care, and I think he probably does kind of know, but I don't think he wants to be involved in it at all. I think it's yeah. more he's happy that she has something that she's doing, and it's not necessarily yeah, but, causing his him problems. Yeah, I mean, it was up to Perrin. Yeah. He just wanted to be a blacksmith. I mean, he wanted, he didn't want to do anything. Right, right. I could just see him like even if he finds out, and she's like, oh, oh, I didn't know if you'd have an issue with this. He'd probably be like, I just, you know. If it, Baby, it makes you happy. She's doing what he wouldn't do. What do it. doesn't do. That's yeah. exactly what it what is. What probably yes. needs to be done. So, yes, of course, mm-hmm. we need a spy network. You have to know what's going on around you, especially right. when you're supposedly in power. There's, you know, got to be a level of control to maintain. Yeah. Yeah. And Fayel knows that very well because she grew up in it. So, right. True that. Yep. Anything from the Cha Fayel? I mean, thoughts about the Cha Fayel? I mean, I think Ava, this network is a lot larger than what we even realize, or it will become a lot larger. And B, they're going to play a very instrumental part in the future of Fayil and Lord Perrin's ruling. Because, okay. you know, they're going to get their own little... Or C, they get infiltrated by a dark friend, or worse. Yeah, there's that too. I don't they're, know. Ev- they're everywhere. I don't know though. Fayo's too smart for all that. She's got. She's got a. She's got but a she's dash of. She has a dash of naivety. Oh, what? I didn't. I wasn't listening. How do you feel about a dark friend getting into her group? 
you think or, it's possible? Or let's say every group. Sure. <laughs> there is always the possibility. What about probability? <laughs> You're right. Possibilities are always there. What about probability? <laughs> <laughs> well, with uh, all the people in the world, why wouldn't a couple dark friends be hanging out mm-hmm. here and there? Them? Yeah. Ooh. On a scale from like one to a hundred, like one percent to a hundred percent certain, it's probably like somewhere between one percent and like ninety-nine percent. Somewhere in there. I'm gotcha. leaning towards ninety-nine. Yeah. Because <laughs> in, in this next chapter, we're about to run into a creeper. I won't give it a hundred and I won't give it zero, but somewhere between one and ninety-nine, I think is where it uh, gotcha. is where it falls. <laughs> Unless it turns out there's no such thing as a dark friend, and Alan and I were supposed to be friends this whole time. Oh man, yeah. There's no such thing as Black Aja. Do we hug now? This... <laughs> Y'all are virtual close hug. enough. Yeah. <laughs> we, can, hey. we can do it. We can do a virtual like this side. This side, virtual high five. <clears throat> Wait, that's my wall. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It just happened. Uh, so anyway, uh, more gays. Um, yeah, she's lying uh, under one of the wagons. Um, it's nighttime. She's try, uh, She's just thinking, and Talvor comes to visit, and does a little, Alan, little home, better, a little, uh, l- little kissy kiss, yes. after some arguing a little bit. So I'm, hey, upset. He- I'm upset too. Oh, the stress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and oh, she threatens to kick him. Like, well, not threatens. Yeah. She just says, like, if you don't like it, you can leave. And he's like, I won't leave unless you tell me to go. You didn't abdicate your wit or your pride when you gave up the throne, he muttered. Ooh. He talked dirty to her. Mm. She likes it when people tell her off. We've learned this about her. If you mean to pretend that you did, I suggest you avoid letting Lenny get you alone. She wants Mm. a word with Magdalene, or whatever her name is. I suspect she won't be as gentle with her as she was with Morghese. Morghese is gone. Like, she's... Has to be, yeah. It's it's out of necessity, and then right. you think she did abdicate her throne, so she now really has no power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has uh, no status. She mumbled it to the wind, so who knows that she has? She but does. She has. She's right. an honorable woman. So correct. I agree with that. I would be like, I didn't abdicate a damn thing. Like, mm-hmm. right? We I mean, got every, out. Every we time she's talking to herself, she brings that up to herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's well yeah. aware. Mm-hmm. But is that just because she's trying to talk herself into that? I mean, once she finds out that her daughter is all about the dragon reborn, she yeah, may have a change try and of heart. Take it back? Now she's a. But I still woman don't think she honor. would. I st- right. I still feel like. Thank you, Magden. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, May. I don't. Magden. Anyway, I don't know. I don't think Mag-den. she's gonna. Megden. I don't or I think she's Aiden. got too much honor to not give her daughter the throne. And Rand's still kind of beside himself as to whether or not he can love multiple women. So it's gonna be a while before that all gets cleared up. So it's not like she's gonna crawl on his lap the minute she sees him. Oh wait, that did happen once before. Maybe it does happen again. He is Tavirin. I have really not any thoughts right now. These are those moments <laughs> I wish Tree was on. <laughs> Make a bigger turn super red. Yeah. <laughs> Give some away. Like, 
Will they all be in the chamber room when he gets home? Mm. How many sister wives will be in the room with him? <laughs> what, <laughs> what do you think? Um, um, what do you think about this whole relationship with Todd? I think it's a positive one. He sets her straight. He lets you know what's real. Yeah. Hopefully he's not another dark friend. She's already been through enough of that. Yeah. I mean, you can't just build a relationship off the past or even the present. You got it. Like, what do they both want out of their future? And, you know, that's either got to align or they have to both be so apathetic about the future that so long as they end up together, it doesn't matter where they are. But either you're chasing the same goals or it's going to be what it's going to be as long as we're together. And if you could confirm one of those two, then you're good to go. I think they share the objective of getting her where she belongs and, you know, getting and where does she belong? Where does she belong? She belongs in Andor beside her daughter. Uh, that'd be awkward. No, I don't think so. You don't pass it off to be like, I'm gonna stand here next to you and well, not you know, he'll, he'll lift her up where she belongs. Where eagles fly on the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> she'll be parallel. Like she'll get a little. If country. you're listening, not watching, I'm just shaking my head she'll at it. Get Alan. a little country home, <laughs> you know. Off to I thought you were gonna college. go Josh Groban on me. <laughs> you lift me up. That's <laughs> raised, but it's okay. Yeah. Now I was doing a uh, Moulin Rouge, uh, but yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hal is still not impressed. He's like, Guys. I, I was it's like, I just, wasted my every, night. Every time I, every time I think of Josh Groban, I think of the, uh, uh, the Ben Affleck video. Oh, I yeah, haven't yeah. seen that. <laughs> I heard Josh now Groban you... is going to be in a Broadway show mm. up in New York. Yeah, I've got to figure out which one because I'm going. I love me some Josh Groban. I love Josh Groban too, but I don't know about Broadway. He didn't really. I will close my eyes and just listen to him. I don't need to see him do anything. That voice is powerful. I know, but is it is is it a Broadway voice? We about to find out. There's a difference in (laughs) operatic slash like great vocals, and then having a Broadway voice. Like some Broadway people don't sing well; they just sing talk well. That's true. Yeah, he can't. I like. I he may outthink the show. If there's anything like too fast paced or upbeat, it might not be in his wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. He's got to have some powerful, yeah, yes. some notes to the hit, sweat, some range. Swaying, yeah, push, yeah. A little. I, mean, brr, brr, I, could, I couldn't hear him going like, "There's a bright golden haze in the meadow." Where he might if he does it, he's going to exactly. do a version that you've never imagined before and never thought could it's be so gonna, good. And again, it's going to overpower everybody else. So, yeah. 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 So that's how we end this chapter with Magden thinking about, well, actually, ends it with Magden thinking about ways to, or more gays thinking about ways to get back at Talon War or put him in his place. Yeah. And how to help Elaine. And that's it. Yeah. Now, so I have a question about this chapter. Go for it. Full send. With all the, all the people in this in this chapter mm-hmm. how do you do you think any of them recognized more gays as more gays yes somebody has to got like. to that's i have been thinking that like if she is who she is well we know she is who she is that's a dumb way to start it and all of these people there's gotta be so here's my first initial i, th- I was thinking fail might 
Okay. You and me both. No, 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 no. Don't, don't take that away from yourself. Okay. The minute they went off to have their own conversation, I was like, oh, Fiel knows. Ooh. And then Fiel's like, I like her. She's feisty. Fiel, excellence, understands, and recognizes excellence. I mean, it's kind yeah. of a plot hole's biggest Clark Kent, the Daily Planet. Like, right, right, right. right. <laughs> Superman. But no one recognizes when we put on glasses. The glasses, though. <laughs> Somebody so, right now. So if you... If you think uh, Fail knows, do you think that when she was off talking to Megden, um, that Megden now knows that she knows? Or do you think that she is keeping that tucked away? I think that there is hope that she does not know. Oh, I wish I had that Ben Stilligaf right now. I know yeah. that you know that we know <laughs> that know. you know that we know. The files so, are in the computer. I think that Mar- that that um, she believes that she's convinced them enough, and hopes that she has convinced them enough that Fael doesn't know. But Fael knows. I-, I am right there with you on that one, Ian. A hundred percent. She knows. I so think when, when they had their when they had their little sidebar, how that's actually when in my brain I was like, wait a minute, does Fael know? I was like, well, if anybody in this immediate group knows, it, it would be Fael. But then I was like, well, at the very least, at the very least, Fael recognizes in her that she is not a simple country woman. And Fael has an objective. She right. wants <laughs> to help her man overthrow this group and seize control of this, this space. Oh, she's so thinking she's bigger than gonna, that. But that's yeah. step one. Sure. She's well, thinking bigger so than that. So she's not going to deter what she has going on for him by going, oh, that's Elaine's mom. Because right away, that would change what Perrin has to do. Perrin would feel obligated to get her to safety. But I could see Fael telling her being like, because of that, saying, I know who you are. And I'm going to help you keep your secret. Because if you don't keep your secret and you cause problems here, I'm going to cause problems for you. But then that gives her power. Fael's too smart for that. Ooh, it gives her authority. Think would, nah, I, no, 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 no. It gives if if Fael admits to know who she is, then it gives her a level of authority, and then it gives some type of respect I've got that the she power. has. To, she'd have to give her. But if you want to pretend like you're a nobody, she doesn't belong to her kingdom. Oh, oh, but 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 hear me out. If you want to pretend like you're a nobody, and you want me to continue to pretend like you're a nobody, I'm gonna pretend like you're a nobody so I could treat you like a nobody. And get away mm. with it the whole time. See, that's a possibility too. If I'm fi- if Fael is that slick, like she's been raised that yeah. way. Like, I don't think Fael would do that to like get off on it to have power over somebody like that. Oh no! But I think I think she would. Right, I could see that too. I I say Fael would do that because she's trying to make sure her husband retains power. <laughs> yeah. So, what are your thoughts? How? When did uh, when did she know it was more gays? <laughs> He did smile. We saw sure. a twitch. There was a twitch. We saw a smile. The smile grew a little bit. Well, here's here's the here's, running guess. You guys reactions. <laughs> Go ahead, Al. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. You're, you're, oh, I can read yeah. lips. I can read lips. I got it. Chris, I'll fill you in later. Awesome. I appreciate exactly it. what he said. Uh, well, nice. on a on a separate note from Orgase. Do you think anybody 
recognized Brienne. Uh, I don't even remember Brienne, if I'm being honest. That's... She was a she was a nobleman in the Kyrian court that was like all Google eyes and ran during the Days to Mar book two, and then she when the palace was destroyed. She oh, and she's off. traveling with them also, right? Yeah, yeah. she's filming. She's the one. Language. She's the one who's dating. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the thing. If not, if not like this immediate group, like again, there's so many people here, and within the people here, you gotta have folks that have traveled. Even the Ashaman, do we know exactly where they came from? Because they came from all over. Yeah. Um, the two that are with them, one is from Andor and one is from Murindy. Right. So, like you have people that could potentially have seen people before, seen more gays or whoever. I'm so dumb. right, so there's certainly opportunity for it. You got to think in a group this large from people all over, somebody knows somebody. Uh, I just got, I just, I just got what you were saying, Ian. It hit me like when you first asked, like, does anybody know where the, the where the Ashma came from? And I was like, yeah, we read the chapter. Like, Rand went to Luck Tower. <laughs> like, I was, like no. I was like, are you an idiot? Like, <laughs> no, like, but like he said, one of them is from Andor, they... so he probably knew exactly who my gays is. You know, just the, the, didn't say well, anything. But would every person from Andor recognize the queen if they saw her? Yeah. Probably not. I probably not. Like the the lowest of low, depending on where they came from. But oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not like they have you know Instagram, right? Well, is her face on a coin? I mean, I I doubt it. I yeah. would I wouldn't imagine that they change currency every you know couple of years to put a new person on there. <laughs> Roman's dead. Yeah. <laughs> and look what happened to them. And look what happened to them. Yeah, but the Andorran coins are the. The yeah, heaviest coins. Yeah, yeah. So that'd be expensive. Yeah, be. But so, do you do you guys remember what Brienne's last name is? Of Tar. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the easiest answer. No, no. not at all. <laughs> no, no, no. It Domitrid? Nope. Yeah, I tried. That's the only one I could think of. Taborwin, as opposed to Tabor Lost, which also happens to be the last name of Debrain. Oh, you know, wasn't there mention of this or in one of the previous chapters? Wasn't she talking about? No. Or was this the prologue? Uh, wasn't there talk about him in the prologue? Dobrin? Yeah, Dobrin's been Dobrin. in the so, Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's car, all over car, the place. Yeah, he's with uh, Matt. Yeah, he's the one who went with Perrin to rescue Rand out of the box. Right. Mm-hmm. So... Oh yeah, he's with yeah. That's right. If you go to the conspiracy theory thing with the strings all over the place, all you did is you took that mess and you added a different (laughs) color string, and I know you connected two dots, right? But it's doing nothing for me. Speaking of all that, chapter nine tangles. (laughs) Tangles. There we go. I'm gonna take two minutes. That was that was the segue. Let's say chapter nine tangles. We're gonna keep going, Chris. Uh, you, you do what you gotta do. Um, so Perrin wakes up, um, and Fayil's already busy, and the whole camp's already awake because Perrin slept in, apparently. Um, and he's trying to find some breakfast because that's important. That's the first thing I do when I wake up is I roll out of bed. Actually, first thing I do is try to find coffee. I don't try to find breakfast, it's it's coffee. I, I, I crawl my way to the kitchen and turn the pot on and like. Yeah, I don't even eat till lunch these days. It's nothing but coffee in the morning. Uh, yeah, coffee. I might get a granola bar or something like that, but yeah, coffee. Coffee. Definitely coffee. Um, 
And, uh, you know, he's annoyed by the whole Lord things. Aram's been sleeping right by his tent like a little puppy dog. Um, and well, yeah. Do we, do we not respect Aram? He's yeah. going to have a significant role, I think, in a negative way, but he's going to do big things. Why do you say, why do you say that? Uh, accidentally, like negative. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, sometimes, I mean, when you have blind followers that, that, that always runs into, you know, turns into trouble and he's c- kind of that to Perrin, you know, mm-hmm. he, he probably doesn't totally understand Perrin's mission, but he's like, I'll just follow you to the death. Yeah. But, but he, he doesn't really understand. It. He lost his way. And right. Aaron is his, Baron is his, this is the way. Mm-hmm. This is the way. But does he understand the way? Because Perrin doesn't communicate what his way is very well. Or why his way is. Yeah. Or how his way is. Mm-hmm. Or who his way is. Or what? Or when or his when? way is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Perrin doesn't communicate. Yeah. Not not well at all. Uh, in fact, Perrin doesn't even know what's going on. He gets out of his tent and he spots Master Gill. He wants to have a war with him. Um, but Fayol's made him um, the Shambayan, which is uh, the person responsible for getting all personal supplies and needs prepared. So, like, Fayol's kind of like run this whole camp, and Perrin doesn't even know what's going on. So, it's like so. a like a major domo. Yeah, yeah. But I I, I like the whole oh, I'm going to get you some Two Rivers tobacco, even though you know I don't know if we would find it. And Perrin's like, I just bought a couple tobacco? barrels full. It's enough for everybody. But it's not Two Rivers tobacco. <laughs> but this is his separate ration of the two rivers specifically for Lord Perrin. So this could be like good and bad, mm-hmm. like especially the logistics thing and the supply thing. If everybody kind of has what they need and, and then some, so there isn't a scarcity, then it's okay. If the leadership has some fine things, but once leadership has fine things and people are going without that could actually cause problems. So I'm sure Fayil's smart enough to know that, and that's being balanced out. But yeah, mm-hmm. I thought about that a lot too. We we talked about logistics of moving soldiers around before in other episodes, but this in particular, a bed. the way, it, well, not just that, but but everything. They, mm-hmm. you know, there's thousands of them. They go to this place and they gotta poop and pee somewhere. They gotta get water. They gotta yeah. eat. You know, parent keeps spending money. So, yes, they have the ability to buy stuff. But I don't know. It's just very hard to move that many people over any sort of distance. Yeah. And keep them back, content right. and healthy. If you look at, like, ancient wars, like, not with the invention of boats and cars and tanks and, and transports. But, like, when people marched for thousands of miles to battle, like, you read stories about, like, how much they marched a day and you're like oh it's not actually that far I'm like yeah but to move all of it's that not stuff fast it's you gotta break down camp tr- right and then make it to where you're going and set up camp up camp and do security that's, and that's yeah. why back when uh back when matt was alive he uh liked that <laughs> whole uh he liked getting his army to move so so fast mm-hmm. yeah yeah how i just want y'all to know if you're watching you're like all right Hal's only cracked two medium-sized smiles. Maybe he doesn't have a sense of humor. But if you're listening, <laughs> that was clearly a joke he said there. Matt is very much alive. We're about to get an entire book or two on Matt hanging out with his new wife in Sean Chan land. 
Mm. Met who? Daughter of the Nine Moons met. Okay. Sure. Interesting. Yeah, sure. I'll still have to be worried. Got to be worried a little bit. Sure. Sure. Rip Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, so um, yeah. Um, Also, he Balwar is now, I guess, his secretary. That's nothing he finds out. Um, And where does Balwar come from? Like I listened to this twice, and it didn't. He was the personal secretary of Pedro Nile. Okay. But like, who did he? Did he come in with? Yeah, he came in with Morgaze yeah, he and them. Came with, he helped the attacks. Yeah, he joined yeah. them and escaped with them from the Shan Chan. He's like, yeah, he helped them. them. He helped them get away from the Shan Chan. And yeah, so this is a new version of. Did it describe his nose? This is the new Mordeth. This is the mm-hmm. new. Um, what's his name? The peddler. Penfain. No. He has ability to like kind of morph, shape shift, disguise his identity. Yeah, that's what's going do on you here. really think that's the case? That's I feel like Perrin, I got. No, Perrin would smell him out in a heartbeat. Perrin's Perrin distracted like, oh, by so much other stuff. You're too familiar. No, no. I, I can't. I cannot believe that Perrin would let somebody like Pat and Fame that close to him. But I'm did just... he have like his good sniffing abilities before when he ran into Pat and Fame before? Yeah. Would he even know to associate those two smells? Yeah. Hmm. He did in the past. Maybe he's just a really good at Hiding things, yeah. Maybe he just spritz a little cologne on. Oh, Bauer was in the same scene with Fane earlier. Fane mm-hmm. could have swapped places with him, but I don't believe it. Could have killed him and then like took his identity. Nope, uh, no, nope. I'm not taking that as an answer. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I'm just spitballing here, I'm trying that's, to make these chapters that's exciting. A good random question it has nothing to do with these chapters, but what happened, Slayer? Slayer. <laughs> He's still in the Misty Mountains. He's still in there. Slay. But hurt, all butt hurt. Yeah. He's not slain. No. No, he's coming back. Doesn't he, doesn't he have Slay. a boo boo? Didn't he get a boo boo? Yeah, he got a boo boo. Yeah, yeah. He's healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a bit since. Is he, though? Mm. <sighs> yes. Can he even heal? He'll be back. In that capacity. How can he heal? <laughs> when can he? How can he feel? <laughs> Slay, um, Slayers on tour, yeah. Slayers on tour. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So he, he's just hanging out, kicking his feet up at some evil inn somewhere. Yeah, yeah where they yeah. all hang out. So Bauer's full of information. Um, evil, yeah, useful things. Um, and has a hatred towards white cloaks too, um, which but respect pay- at the same time. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't underestimate him. Um. And he knows that parents had problems with them. Um, but yeah, so. Yeah, it's never fun dealing with somebody like this because, you know, parents got to be suspect of him a little bit because he's just suspicious. But at the same time, he does have some valuable intel. But you also got to know whatever a person like this is telling you is for their end and for their gain, not necessarily for yours. Yeah. So, you know, you know, they have valuable info, but you can't trust it. He's yeah. the spider. Yeah. Yeah. So you think there's something uh, suspicious about Perrin going, man, I wonder where the prophet is. And uh, Bauer's saying, oh, he's right here. I know exactly where it is. I know because somebody mentioned these inns, and I just happen to know these inns only exist in one place. I mean, he was connected in being who he was in his prior life. So. He does have all this information because they're keeping tabs on him. He's yeah. he's only regurgitating what he knows because of what he 
was told in this prior position. It's just all information Perrin did not have access to before. So it's yeah. just new news to Perrin. Yeah, still sus. Yeah, but his immediate like d- information is going to dwindle real quick, and then he's going to become useless. Either that, or he is really as good as he says he is, and he's become invaluable to Perrin. One or the other. I have to also, so uh, I didn't read through these. I listened through them a couple times, and in the audio books, when um, Michael Kramer does his voice, he makes him sound creepy. But that doesn't necessarily mean that the text <laughs> says that he says it in a creepy voice. No, no. But that's just the voice that was chosen for him. It's a little creepy. So I okay. don't know. Maybe I'm misjudging him, but I got creeped out by him. Interesting. Anyway, yes. so Perrin goes on to inspect all the camps. Uh, he's, he's probably person. your dark friend. Gotta probably. be. Um, so he's, he approaches the Aiel tents and is intercepted um, by uh, Haven Durrell. Um, to uh, come inspect the Manor camp, which he says, you know, is, is nice and orderly, better than Two Rivers camp. You know, they're keeping everything nice and neat. <laughs> um, you know, Perrin makes his way through there and compliments them and <laughs> says he has to go speak to the wise ones. So he excuses himself and goes to speak to the wise one, and they're just like, has a meeting. So, Well, he was kind of told he needs to speak to the wise ones, yeah. right? People mm-hmm. have been giving him crap. Who in particular was it was giving him crap about the wise ones and saying, I think I heard them scream. No, the I said I, they, they're, they're mistreating the I said I, yeah, yeah, I, I can't remember who said it, but yeah, but anyways, think, so he's, he's on a mission, I think Aram, maybe, yeah, it was, Aram, yeah, it could have been. So, I mean, going back to that whole camp situation, like going through the manor camp, he had to remember to be Lord Perrin and not just like mm-hmm. Perrin Abara because he was given a lot of grief because he would do simple things like check the shoes of the horses mm-hmm. and give some pointers and tips. So then it made the people feel less than like, okay, this Lord feels like we can't do our jobs. Yeah, he so feels that he needs to do his own yeah. horseshoes. And- so this right here instilled in them a sense of honor and mm-hmm. value, which, you know, I think is going to go a long way for Perrin in the near future here, as he needs these people to follow him more or less blindly into a situation yeah. that he is fully unaware of. So, I want to give credit to Fayil and whoever else it was. Um, it was Aram. Then, too, who yeah. said, look, yeah. you, you need to be a little bit more aware, situationally aware. Like, your actions have real consequences now. Yeah. And yeah. then giving Aram his word, like, yes, I'll make sure that things are going well with the eyes to die. That carries weight because Aram has had his back the whole way. He may not be appreciative of Aram the way he should be. But yeah. Aram has been his number one guy from the minute he stepped off the Tuathalon camp. I sure yeah. stuck to him. And to, to your point about Perrin, you know, giving them compliments and helping them out, you know, that's something that a lot of leaders lose sight of. Because uh, mm-hmm. as a leader, a lot of times you're thought, okay, you're supposed to look for weaknesses and, you know, kinks in the chain and, and ways to improve. Right. But morale is really important. So if you're just going in places and just searching for reasons to get bad at someone or searching for the problems, you're going to destroy morale. Like there's a there's a fine line of making sure it's you know tip top and you know run smoothly, but not to the point where you're beating them down because you're That's just going in there and searching, yeah. searching can't, can't for spend the all the time looking for the flaws and right, ignore right. the good things. Sure. Right. Or you know, 
also with his experience as a blacksmith, if he's inspecting any weaponry they're making or how they shoe a horse or anything, that's also fine. And if, but if you find something that could be done better, you also have to be very careful how you deliver that. You can't mm -hmm. just focus on that. There's, you know, the, the Oreo thing where you, you sandwich, sandwich it. good, bad, good Supplement sandwich, or, mm -hmm. or if, if you're wise enough in what you're looking at, and not only do you see the problem, but by looking around at the conditions or what they're working in, you understand probably how that happened. You could say, Oh, you know, I, I see we're having trouble getting, you know, whatever with the nails or something to adhere. Uh, I'm going to make sure y'all have what you need for your fire. So you can get the right temperatures. Now yeah. you're doing a couple of things. You're showing that you're supporting them, willing to give them what they need. And also that you understand their trade enough. Like that yeah. there's a way to fix problems without just being the fuck is this? You suck. Yeah. And you I, I learned, I learned that at a young age cause I was thrust into coaching sailing at a young age. You just like uh, saying it, thrust. It, yeah. He can test this cause I coached him uh, when he was at William Mary. And my, when I first started coaching, I was definitely the one that just picked up flaws. I mean, I think it was the first, when I, I coached you guys, it was Adam was racing and he won the race and he came up to me. He's like, how do you coach? And I was like, you sucked. So like, dude, you went all the way out and banged the corner and that's not what's like the last thing you do. <laughs> yeah. You got lucky. Like basically you just flipped a coin and you happened to win, but that's not good sailing. That's just, you're an idiot. Like yeah. he just looked at me like, I just wah, won wah, though. And I was wah. like, yeah, but you did it in a really crappy way. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, but one because they sucked worse. <laughs> yeah. And what's great is when you're upset on a dinghy, it's not like you could slam a door and stomp off. You have to like twerk your rudder over a little bit to get enough wind in your sails to go, huh, and then sail away. <laughs> <laughs> There's no good way to uh, pout and run off. Yeah. I, I had to learn that lesson, uh, you know, as far as coaching. Uh, just like, yeah, company, give, give them credit when credit's due and don't try to beat up on people too much. At the same time, you do need to. Uh, work on their flaws and and tell them how they can improve because everyone can um so yeah Perrin goes and meets with the wise ones um after he's told he needs to uh, and he's going in there like i said uh, like chris mentioned to um you know talk about the i said i but they immediately want to talk about Masima, and they're like yeah the dreamwalkers they, we have a plan you need to kill Masima. he's like wait i'm here to talk about the i said i guess no 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 stab him kill him like, we're here to bring him back to Rand. No, no, no. Just kill him. Just kill him. Just kill him. He's it's like your him. your job is to protect Rand. Yeah, and like, our job is to protect Rand. And yeah. we're telling you the best thing you can do. <coughs> yeah. Now I want to know why killing Messina is the best thing to do. Well, uh, somebody like Messina, without knowing a whole lot of what's going on, just the type of person he is, he. The, you you don't gain anything by getting him to bring his followers under Rand because he's still there as a person that could cause dissent, that could cause separation, mm -hmm. that can uh, essentially take away numbers from those people that, you know, Rand needs to follow him. Yeah. And I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. This guy's been away from Rand for so long, and we've seen all this different growth and development with Rand. And I'm not saying it's all positive, right? But he is definitely not who he was when Messina knew him, right? So how on earth could Messina be preaching 100% what the Dragon Reborn is currently and wants to happen? All Rand and, needs is a good Lucy. And in, in all fairness, how, <laughs> so how, well did, how well did Messina really know him in the first place? 
No, I mean, he was off no. his rocker right off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, you're, but you're right. They crossed paths briefly. He saw a little bit of. I mean, he's, he's Dragon spent all Reborn. Book two right. staring at him with a stink eye wanting to kill him because he looked right. like an Aiel. Right. Yep. True. So, but I mean, if you could leash the dog. I can't imagine their values line up at this point. Yeah, probably not. And, and like I said, Perrin just wants to talk about the Aes Sedai, and they pretty much said that's none of your business. And even one of the Aes Sedai is like, "Yeah, please don't interfere. Just don't, don't do anything else. Please, please, just leave it. <laughs> like, should be me yeah, more." That, yeah. <laughs> do you feel um, so? Are this particular Aes Sedai is she truly broken, or no. is it, or is it more like she's coming to understand the value of? what these wildest ones are trying to teach her. I was going to say there's a shared mutual respect there. Cause Egwene definitely went through that a little bit, right? She resisted, but then she's like, Oh, there's value in this. I want to learn. And then she was kind of going through it, but it took a while for it to really sink in. And then when it did, she certainly appreciated it, but there was a, I don't think the wise ones break them so much as very forcibly mold them. Yeah. that. Yeah. I think that's a better way of saying it. I didn't feel right saying break them. So that that's a better way of saying it. But it it does seem like the I said I I don't think it was out of fear so much that she was saying, no, 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 we please don't mess with us. I think it's a they're at a it seemed like she was at a point where she's appreciating the process and was like, No, I want to be where I'm at. What do you think would um yeah. hold on. Uh, tree just asked, did Chris get a haircut? Yes, Tree. We already talked about this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it was it was pre no, it was pre-show. We weren't recording show? yet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. He's got a fresh yeah. cut. And doesn't he look every like the last three I, weeks, every time he comes on, he looks younger and younger. So it's no longer <laughs> Mohawk anymore. And I cut four four anywhere between two and a half to four and a half inches off. Oh, yeah. Nice. It's fresh. It's fresh. Yeah. And you do you do fresh look younger so clean, clean. in a good way. Ain't nobody dope as yeah, this me. Is, I'm just so look, fresh. Three weeks fresh growth. Clean, clean, clean. Three weeks. I'm proud of it. It's it's slowly, slowly, slowly coming in. I think I might have you're, to shave by next you'll month. Get there. I think I have to be yeah. in uniform again. All the young kids listen to us like, what? what was Alan singing? <laughs> I think we, we established I got to keep my beard or I look like a baby manatee. I'm two days away from a month. This is a, you might as well call this a month's growth. Oh, wow. I shaved this morning. I pray for you. Yeah, I shaved four I days trimmed. ago. Oh, yeah, I, 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 I shaved like yeah <laughs> around the beard. Um, so <laughs> yeah. Um, so we end the chapter with the with the wise ones just basically saying, "Kill him, Asima." Um, kill him. And, kill and parent, him. parent. I mean, Fayul's helping parent out a lot. If I, well, even the eyes to die, they asked the eyes to die to chime in and. She I says you need to kill him. Parent yeah. needs some help Everybody. at this point, though. Like his parents struggling, like just with everything. Like he, it, I, this is how I feel. Does, it's like a parent, not a person that ends up being a parent. Mm-hmm. They didn't really want the responsibility, but they yeah. have to have it. So they struggle through it the whole time. Yeah. But it's letting and everybody boy, walk all over them. Well, the minute they hit eighteen, it's like hallelujah. Do you think I'm anybody done. can help Parent though? Like, I mean, Fayil could. I mean, Fayil's doing her thing. Okay, and if Morgay's got her head out of her backside, she could definitely do some good here. Okay, or come out of her shell. I shouldn't say it that way. She's not. She's doing what she needs to do to protect herself out of fear. So I shouldn't say it that way. And do the wise ones fully know about his woofiness, or is there just some that might suspect? I think. 
I think mm-hmm. they kind of no. suspect it. I don't think they know no. So that could be a thing like if he wolfs out in some like skirmish. Maybe what's his name will come up. back from way back from book one. Elias. Elias. That would be yeah. cool. And Maybe he's already and he's already like have... close with the wise ones. So like now they're all buddy buddy. Like, oh, why did you say so, Perrin? We didn't know. Yeah. These Wolf Brother people, they're like super cool in our group. Or maybe well, Elias has infiltrated the he, group. He, he was a he was a warder, so he might know these eyes that I. Well, that's true. He's got those connections. Mm-hmm. Yep. We want Elias back so bad. We've been wanting Elias back for years, though. Yep. Since yeah. he left us. Uh, well, Mostly because sure. we want to help with parents and grow. Gnome. Parents just and going gnome. through this all by himself. Like he could use yeah. a tutor. Mm hmm. Yeah, who's who's gnome? He's the wolf guy in the cage. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. that's the like, one that was kind of like he went, he went full wolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He never go full it, wolf. It wasn't want a, a whole good, pack. Never, to come. Never, was it a good transition? Go <laughs> never go full wolf. Yeah. What What are the odds of some random D tier character just randomly showing up again? It's yeah, never it's, happened in this book ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for real. We, we, saw, we saw Pater again. Yeah, you did see Peter again. Yeah. Um, there's lots of people who show up. I mean, Basil Gill showed up again. Bale Doman. Yep. Bale Doman shows up in there. I mean, Nynaeve, such an insignificant character, know, just keeps is. showing up all the time. You know who doesn't show up? Matt, because he's dead. <laughs> even Moraine's, co- even Moraine's coming back. <laughs> sorry, Ian, sorry, Ian, I love you. <laughs> when Moraine you and Matt come back, that's when the rest of them will come back, too. <laughs> it's just gonna stick out now. It's like you know, I don't. You know. Did we get Lanfear in this book? Ooh, Lanfear. Lanfear died. Don't try and make me feel better, Chris, because <laughs> Alan's just gonna knock me back down. So I do best. So I messed up. die. Hopefully, she comes back this book. That would be so... Lanfear. Lanfear died with um, with uh, Moraine. With Moraine. Yeah. So they're both when, coming back. We, now. we know. We know winter is coming. We're not going to see Matt until winter's here. And when everybody's about to die, Matt's going to show up and save everybody in winter's heart because he's been off learning some new skills with his new people. And then he brings them in to help. Everybody's going to look to the east at the darkest moment. There's more into the foxes and and snakes. No, that is when when we have... Tom Tom and Moraine come rolling in on Unicorn. Exactly. Giggity. I'm so Thanks. glad you follow my train. <laughs> that look on Hal's face. I think you were right, Chris. That's when it's coming. I think you were right. That was White Walker. Matt, Walker. Matt is the <laughs> White Walker. He's the Night King. All right. Now, there um, is more into this fox and snake thing. Maybe he gets more information from the Sean Chan about that. Okay. Yeah. As he's being pimped well, out by the pirates. Well, next week we'll be doing two chapters. Chapter Ooh. ten and eleven. Ch- ten is ch- ch- changes time. Face um, the strain. Uh, and then eleven. I is think questions. changes is where we get rain for the first time in this book, okay. in the long book. And then uh, questions and an oath. Hmm. On my honor, I will do my best to do my duty <laughs> to God, God and my, my country to help other people and obey the law of the pack. Question mark. Questions. <laughs> Or of course, maybe it's just questions and an oath. Like, dang it! Oh, yeah. oh that kind of oath. Yeah, could be that kind of oath. bloody buttered onions. <laughs> yeah, the Zanza barbarians. <laughs> so, favorite character from 
the people that are most oath bound, in my opinion, have got to be the um, well, I Sedai are literally oath bound, but I think the wise ones even more so. I think the um, the Aiel in general, so maybe. Maybe there's something to do with the Sedai in that chapter. And, what about and, Perrin? When Perrin says, remember, uh, Perrin true. swears he's going to protect the Sedai, and Perrin's given oaths to so many things. Yeah, and, and Perrin keeps his oaths. So do I you think, think Perrin would cross the wise ones. Yes, absolutely. There might be a stare down with some wolves behind him. Not that part, because he wouldn't put the wolves in harm again. No, That's but I think, I, but I think when that happens, the wise ones back down. Yeah, I think they know a little something about his his kind. I think that's gonna be his number one failure, not using his wolfiness to his fullest advantage. Yeah, he got a bunch of wolves killed, but they breed, they come back. Yeah, his that wife's got yeah. sixteen of them, just bacon ready. To you know what? I'm I'm gonna stop talking about all the women being pregnant. We got that really nice review where they say all we think is every time a woman has sex, they're pregnant. And we did get that review. That's just been we my experience. That's <laughs> what Ian's told so, 20 kids. Yeah, if if gets, if, if, uh, Aaron gets Fael pregnant, is she going to have a litter? Yes. <laughs> that's the context we're missing, though. When, when, when we have this conversation, it's always Ian that's like she's pregnant. And I'm like, yeah, I agree with you. That makes sense. <laughs> but it makes sense because it's Ian say, Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, and I've, I've, got all the, I've got all this experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, favorite character, go, go ahead, say it. Basil Gill's lady that interrupted him, Lenny, Lenny, Lenny. Yeah. Lenny. yeah, it is Lenny for the win. Let's go around. Like, and she had, she had me every time she spoke. She had me both ways. I start to be like, why are you chiming in? Oh no, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Why are you? You start to be annoying. Oh, actually, no, that's a pretty good move. You yeah. know, she's and, and everything earlier. Oh yeah. Lenny and Fayil, like those, those are the two characters of these two chapters, in, in our opinion. Mm-hmm. Seven Bower. Bower. Ew. There you go. Ew. It's he creeps one. me out still. I mean, one. he's definitely a nice nothing, dark nothing, friend answer. How? Nothing wrong with a little creep. Right, that's a that's a very dark <laughs> friend answer. Yeah. Just creeping all down. Yeah, there's like a dark friend episode. So I'm gonna go with. Tomanas. Get out of here <laughs> with your skinny ketchup. Okay. <laughs> Tall mayonnaise. Um, Hal, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I hope you had Thanks fun. Um, yeah. Do you have any questions or anything else bit. you want to add to for these guys? Um, I am looking forward to next chapter. Yeah. yeah. Oh, changes is fun. Really? I've, wait. I've, I've heard next good chapter, about third chapter. paragraph. Oh, wait. Did you hear start what's reading? So, no, but what's so important about? Next chapter, third paragraph. How you remember there was talk about us doing a live recording of of this chapter. Oh, is there going to be a live recording? Well, no, I think we have so much stuff going on that I I can't. Uh, Sorry, I can't, especially with other things popping up. But it's okay. I just needed to know because I was like, shit, I have so much else going on. I'm probably going to listen tonight. Put that on my calendar. (laughs) You'll find out (laughs) at least to the next chapter. I'm going to listen tonight. You Um, know, the way Alan is with with the spreadsheets, I'm that way with my calendar. If it's not on my calendar, it doesn't exist. Yep. Yeah. Literally, Jordan Com was on my calendar. I even went to the website, pulled all the things, put it on my calendar. Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't on the calendar. Yeah, I did a whole list of things I was going to do at JordanCon and then did like three of them. (laughs) Yeah. I did get key was involved. By the way, I am so excited. I know we're done and we're supposed to be like giving our sign off. I am so excited to finish the way of Kings, like so I can dive into the next book. It like 
it's uh last two sections emotional roller coaster (laughs) yeah yeah part four was well i was in a a place yeah see see it for the see it for the for the stream when we do it tumbled (laughs) yeah so um uh how we can be found is at the will reads uh, everywhere and the will reads.com we can find links to everything uh you can join our patron uh, patreon like hal's one of our patrons and uh yeah besides the fact Thanks, that he Hal, we appreciate adds you. awesome commentary every single week live for us uh, was one of the reasons but also yeah. because he's a patron there's lots of reasons why we invite people on shows but uh hal's definitely puts been up with, with us this. for a while and puts up with us and uh and make things fun so we wanted to have him on um so Go join That's Patreon. Um, it's lots of fun. Uh, our joiner Discord, because we do giveaways like I did tonight, and the Pink Ranger won. So I will be DMing them later uh, to figure out where to send a book. Um, and yeah, that's all I got for this week. So until next time. Peace. Okay, bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed the show, and thank you for listening to The Wheel Reads. See y'all next time.